Good morning, gentlemen. <laughs> so we learned yesterday about the minag of breaking the cup. If it is because we want to put some seriousness in the potential frivolity that could uh, emerge from so much simcha, and also that it is connected to the churban betamikdash, and perhaps it's both the same major idea, but. <clears throat> There's something that happens in the weddings, which you already know, is that really at the moment that they break the cup, it became uh, actually, <laughs> instead of being a moment of, of seriousness, it became a moment that makes it even more frivolous. Because you wait for that. If you don't, if you don't break the cup, then you can't say Mazal right? You're not allowed to say Mazal if you didn't break the cup. So uh, therefore, instead of making it uh, something... You know, bringing an ounce of seriousness into the the situation, it actually serves a different purpose now. So, uh, the gedolim of the previous generations, the poskim already from two hundred, three hundred years ago already were not happy about this, but nothing was done about it. So let's read first some sources. Let's say the Chemed, the Perimegadim, the Eliyarba. Sorry. They were very upset at this. I'll just quote the Eliya Rabbah who says, Minagenu lishbor kederat cheres b'sha'atat naim sudash kenazim. They do something called a tenaim. They make conditions, tenaim. And they break a plate. I don't know if you ever saw the mothers usually together. You ever saw that when they break the plate, Ashkenazim? No? Okay. You hang out with the... Sephardic crowd, I guess. But when they do it, they break a plate. That's the minag of the Ashkenazim. Why? Same idea. You know, the chelachurban, or bring the uh, same thing. So they used to do this minag. What was the purpose? They have hil meat ulmaeta simchale zechelachurban to get people a little uh, serious, a little oomph of seriousness and and zechelachurban. And they say they deplore the situation and they say veata dashuborabim meamehadets. Now a lot of people, ignorant people. They, you know, they turn it into something else. It became, instead of yagon simcha, instead of being something negative, it became simcha. It's, it's part of the happiness. It's part of the protocol. If you don't break the cup, when they do it, they do it with so much happiness. We break the cup. Yes. This was made for you to be serious, not the opposite. It didn't stop the frivolity, the happiness. If the whole idea was to put more seriousness of the churban, then but, uh, it, 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 it doesn't work. There was even one of the poskim, Mishpete uh, Uziel, one of the first Lishon Lishon, 1910, 1920, who writes... He, 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 you know, he says, you know how sometimes the Hatan tries to break the cup and it doesn't, so it becomes like a competition of Givura. Who is stronger, you know? I broke it the first time. I broke it, well, it took me two times. No, you have to do it this way and do that way. It's all, what? So he says, and all, everybody gets all happy and, uh, yeah, Bamash became part of the happiness. It's exactly the opposite of what it was done. So what does he say? He says very strong. 
he wanted to completely nullify this minhag. But he couldn't because he said, it's a very old minhag. He used it really based on the Gemara that says that they used to put efer, they used to put uh, uh, ashes in, on the forehead of the hatan. Why? To put efer instead of, of the glory of the tefillin. You know why they changed from that to the cup? The Bet Yosef brings it. Someone needs a bed here. Uh, you know why they changed it from this minhag to the other to the minhag of breaking the cup? Because not all the chatanim wore tefillin. So if you're going to put it instead of tefillin, only works if you instead of tefillin. It's efer tachat peer. If you don't have peer, the whole thing. So they say, okay, let's break the cup. You know, and this is a very old minhag. We saw in Tosafot, we the Gemara, Bet Yosef discusses it. So you can't. It just says theoretically, I would have preferred just to. Remove this minhag completely because it doesn't make sense. The whole purpose is out. <coughs> so what do you do with a halakha like this? You know, it's not going to work. In one wedding, I was they asked, they said clearly, tell everyone not to say mazal tov when they break the cup. Okay, whatever, it doesn't work. The ma say, oh, you're not going to change the people. It's not going to work. They're waiting for that. They came for that. What do you mean? <laughs> They're going to go back home make achtaut. They're not going to give a present to the chatan and the kala if they couldn't scream mazal tov. So this is a Gemayi that you all know. The same way there's a mitzvah to talk, there's also a mitzvah to keep quiet. <laughs> so this person, this Chacham Mishpitevaziyah, uh, he says, "Era mitzvah shelo lomar davar sheno nishma." It's also a mitzvah not to say something that would not be heard. So why am I speaking? I should have been better sitting down. No, we're not going to try to change what's going on, but we could do it. In other words, you don't have to scream Mazal Tov when they break the cup. You when I say you, I mean I and, and us together, we could think about it when it happens and try to internalize a, a, a little bit of seriousness at that moment instead of screaming Mazal Tov like everybody else. That's the way we could do it. We're not going to change the system. We could change it ourselves. And therefore, that's the purpose of this halakha, not to, you know, do like the Amin but the opposite, to try to know that this is a serious moment for all of us, not only for the Chatanka, for everybody, as we said, the Chatunah could become a very frivolous moment also, so to have some seriousness at this moment.